Welcome everyone to the Oveh Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf. We will begin on Daf Yutet Amorbet at the bottom of the page, Tanur Abaran. Um, it's about ten lines in the bottom of the page. The first one line is Vehatit Eno Megabel. Today's Daf is a Zichut by our anonymous sponsor in in the merit of his wife and his to children, without the they should have success in all of their endeavors. Says One time, all the Jews went up for a holiday to Yerushalayim. But there was a, 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 a drought, and there was no water to drink. What happened? went to a goy. He told him, lend me 12 wells of water for the people who went up for the game. I guess 12 wells is enough. I'll give you back 12 wells of water. If I don't give the water back to you, I'll give you 12 kikar of kesef. Each kikar is 6,000 dinar, so 70,000 dinar. So the guy says, Because all his money have a set time, then I'll pay back the water. When the time came, the water didn't, didn't fall yet. It was a drought. <laughs> The morning, he sent him a message. Send me the water or send me the money. Shalach sent back a message. I still have time. The day is mine, meaning I own the day. Tomorrow you get your money, not yet. He sent the same message in the afternoon. Send me the water or the money. Day is not over yet. Still mincha time. Give me time. Ligleg alav otoaton. So the guy started laughing at him. Amar kosh na kulalu yudugishami. He says the whole year, no rain fell. Ve'achshav yudugishamim. And you think now rain's going to come? Nechlas the bet mincha's pesuka. So he was happy. He went into the bathhouse and he was happy. Because he knew that there was no chance that he'll be able to give back water. Water is free. So, uh, um, 72,000 dinar is not free. We're on the top of Chaf Amuralf. While he's going happy to Bet Mikdash, so he came to Bet Mikdash and he was, he was sad. He wrapped himself with the talet. And he stood in Tefillah. He said, Master of the Universe. You know I didn't do it for my own kavod. I didn't do it for my, for my father's house. I did it for your honor. There should be water for the Right away, it started being cloudy. And the rain came. 
they had 12 wells plus. So the, it rained right away while the guy was in the bathhouse to fill the 12 wells. And it didn't rain the whole year. I'm sorry? Which era did it happen in? It happened on a holiday. We don't know which holiday. Once the guy came out, the woman came out of the Bet Mikdash. When they met each other, Amalo, So Naktimon, he has interesting, uh, interesting sense of humor. He goes over to the guy and he says, "Listen, you owe me money." He says, "I owe you money." Yeah. He says, because I gave you more than uh, more than 12 wells of water. The deal was 12 wells. Now you have more than 12 wells. Now you owe me money. Okay? So the other guy says, Amaloi told him, I know that Hashem sent the, the, the rain because of you. That's pretty clear. So that's already a huge huge And by the way, I still, if I want, could open up my mouth against you. It doesn't sound like he's demanding the money. But he says, I still, if you want, if I want, I could still claim the money from you. Why? I could get the money from you. Because it's already sunset. And once sunset comes, you owe me the money. So yeah, you gave me back the money, but technically I really have you because the, the rain came too late. The deal was by today, and it's already nighttime now. You with us? Yeah, but okay, but the bottom line is you paid me back late. I don't care if you was in the bathroom or not. You didn't pay me back on time. Right? I mean, in other words, you're telling me uh, I owe you money. I'll tell you back. Guess what? Really, really, if it wasn't the fact that I know Hashem did it for you, I would tell you you really owe me money. What happens? And therefore, So He went back into Bet Mikdash, and he started praying, Hashem, show this guy that you have people you love in this world. Meaning, show this guy that you love us. What happened? Right away, the clouds separated, and out came the sun. Okay. Then the guy said, That time, he says, if it wasn't for the fact that the sun came out, I could have had had what to say. I could take my money. I could have taken my money from you. His name wasn't really Naktimon, his name was Buni. Why they call him the Chama broke through the clouds because of him. That's interesting. The rain is not the thing. The thing is the fact that the sun came through. The fact he sent the rain is one thing, but they call him Naktimon because that's what the sun went through. Tana Murama learned in the Brighta. Shusha Nikuda. Nikuma 
There's three people that the sun was held up because of them. Moshe, Yoshua, and Nakdimon. The story of Nakdimon and Gurian, Gemara, we know, we just learned that. That was a Gemara, it's a tradition, that that's what happened. Yoshua Nami Kra, the story of Yoshua that he held up the sun, is a Pasuk. Right? We know that Yoshua, when he was chasing the enemies, he needed more time, he asked Hashem to hold the sun, he held the sun. Where do you see that Moshe ever held up the sun? Says the Gemara, Amar Bialazar, Ati Achel Achel. We have Gizrash Shabbat says, Achel Achel, I will start, I will start. Kivacha Achel Pat Patacha. By Moshe Rabbeinu says, I will start to make the Goyim scared of you. Kivacha says, By Yehoshua, Achel Godlecha, I will start to make you great. And therefore, just whatever happened by Yehoshua is going to happen by Moshe. Welcome, Chaim. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani Omer, Atya Tet Tet, it says Tet Tet. Ktiv Hacha Achel Tet Patricha, Ktiv Hatem Biyom Tet Hashem Etai Mori. The Hashem was in the Mori, same idea. Another Gizrashiva, Rabbi Yochan Omer, Atya Migufa Dikra, we see from the Pasuk. Asher Yishmuun Shemacha, Velagzuv Chalum Becha. It says they can hear about you and be scared of you. Emelagzuv Chalum Becha, Beshashenikdam, Ochamad Moshe. When the sun was held up for Moshe Rabbeinu. So it happened by Moshe Rabbeinu also. So it doesn't say. Rashi holds that it was when he was fighting against Sichon. Okay? Or, or fighting with Og. Not so clear. One of those two battles. They needed more time. We said in the Mishnah, that if you have a city that rain didn't fall on, right? It's a, and Yanni, if rain falls on one city and not the na- neighbor city, that's a sign that we do immediate fasting. fasting. Right? And we quote a pasuk. Amar bihuda amar rav, v'shtehem l'klala. Uh, in the Pasuk, they're both, when, when Hashem says, I'm going to have rain go on one city and not on the other city, they're both a curse. Meaning, even though the rain is falling on one of the cities, don't think that it's a positive thing for that city. It'll be too much rain, it'll ruin the crops. That's what it means. How do we know? It says, The Pasuk says that Yushalayim was an Ida amongst them. Amar Bihud Amar so we're telling you, usually Rabbi Huda has, over here we have Rabbi Huda saying that even a positive thing is really a negative thing, right? We're telling you even the city that has rain, it's really kilala for that city, because it's going to come too much. We're going to show you other cases where the Torah mentions a curse, and really it's a positive thing. So that well, the first one is, when it says Yushalayim will be like an Ida, we're telling you that even though Nida, of course, is a negative thing, but there's a Balacha included that the, that the, the, the negativity of Nida is a temporary one. And so too, Yushalayim's status as 
a city without a Beit HaMikdash is also temporary. Second thing it says, Ha'ita ke'amana, it's like a widow. Ha'ita ke'amana, ke'amana, she's like a widow, not, not a real widow. It's like a woman whose husband left for a trip. He wants to come back. So too, Yerushalayim is like Amana, but we still see a little bit of there that we're not a real Amana. Meaning, had it, it would have said Yerushalayim Amanahi. When it says Ke Amana, like Amana, it means we're telling you that she, Yerushalayim is like a woman. When you say, oh, she's like a widow, husband's always at work. Okay, but he's going to come home. Right, so there's when when well, even though the Torah, the pasuk in Yov is no, not in Yov in in uh, this pasuk is in um, Deuteronomy. No, it's not in Deuteronomy. One, Echa pasuk is in Echa. Yes, Echa. This pasuk in Echa is telling you Shem is like an Amana, but it's not really since we said that Chaf. So it's really not such a negative pasuk, because when you say like an amana, included in your yelling, I can't believe you like amana. Yeah, but oh, let's still like an amana. Okay. I mean, like those two are still, they're not good things. Right, right. We're just, we're just, like, oh, we're just pointing out that even within the, within all the yelling, there's still a, a, a silver lining in each one. Okay, so nida. Yeah, but she's come. Yeah, but we, we, you need, Nida always come, gets pure in the end. Oh, she's like a, like Almana. Okay, only like an Almana. That's what we're pointing out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I also made you embarrassed and low. That there's a good part of that. That because they made us low. And they don't make us into tax officers or police officers, which are people who have to do bad things. This way, so there's still something positive when we, we became low. You need Another pasuk similar. Hashem will hit like a a a a reed in the in the water, like it moves in the water. The, the, the wounds that you get by someone you love are trustworthy. And the kisses of an enemy are bad for you. It's better to get the curse that we got from Achia Hashiloni. That is better than... Right, that is better than Berachah she Berachah Belam Alasha. Then Berachah we get from Belam Alasha. Why? Achashoni kila b'kane. Achashoni hashilni cursed the Jews that they're going to be like a reed. Amal hashilni told the Jews. That's what we just said. Ma kane ze omed b'mekom ma'im, just like the kane is in a place of water. Vigiz omachlif, and yet if you cut it down, it grows back. Has a lot of, and has a lot of re, has a lot of roots. Even all the wind in the world comes and hits it. It can't move from its spot because it just moves with the wind. It goes back and forth with them, right? 
when, when the wind stops, it's different than, than a, a tree. A tree, which doesn't move, if you blow too hard, it could crack. A reed, no matter how hard it blows, when, when the wind stops, it's back in its spot. Amazing, we're doing this on a, very, on, on a day with a, with a, with a gale uh, advisory. With a what? You know we're doing this on a day with a gale advisory. Uh, huh? Very, very high winds. Da- oh. Dangerous high winds. They got a thing on your phone. Dangerous high winds today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Aval. Bilam. So therefore you see that when I, when we tell you you're going to be like a reed, it's really not so bad because you always stay... Yeah, you a reed has a strength to it even though it's not as strong as a tree but it has a strength that it doesn't get moved away. Aval bilam arasha bilchan ba'eris. Bilchan blessed us that we're like an eris. Shne'emar... Karazim Ma'ayim, just like an eris, is not in the water. And once you crack it off the, the trunk, it's it's stuck. It doesn't have a lot of roots. Even though most winds can't move it, if you get a south wind coming, it could flip it over. So according to him, we could we usually we don't get moved, but we can be flipped once and then we're stuck. Not only that, the kane is also a good thing that you can write a sefer Torah with. And therefore, when it, we compared you to a to a reed, it could be there's a, there's an element of the fact that the Torah is going to come from you. Can't you find the silver lining in everything, and you can also find the negative in everything? Um, I don't know what the silver lining is in eating your children. There are some things that you can't find silver linings to. Uh, I will tell you, Haitak ke almana didn't sound good. Like when we started off, we said the first pasuk was uh, nida. Okay, so nida, negative connotation. But everyone knows that comes back. But Amana doesn't come back. But even Amana has some positive. Okay, in the Barakha of, of uh, Am, so the Cedar, they saying, oh, it's a nice suit. Oh, but the suit's going to get ripped. So it's a really nice suit. Okay. Yeah, ugly suit. Oh, but it covers me. So it's you, a good suit. You're asking good. You're asking good, but you have to understand. There is a rule that when you hear something from somebody who's a negative person, you have to assume that he had a negativity to him. And when you hear something from a positive person, you have to presume a positivity. Okay? Being that Bilam was such a negative person, Shetum Ha'ayin, he's a guy who can't, who hated Klai style. When he gives you a Baracha, and he gives you a Baracha with an Erez, the assumption is that he probably had in mind some negativity. And similarly, the other way around. When you have uh, Echa, you have to presume that there's some positivity. Yeah. The olam yadam rach bekane. A person should always be like a reed. It shouldn't be hard like a like a. It is. Ma'asid is a story. Shuba Rabbi Azar Rabbi Shimon Migdal Gadol. He came from Migdal Gadol. Mebet Rabbo from his Rabbi's house. Haruchel Chamor is riding on donkey. Umatila Swatanari walking on the river. Mesemachs Mechagilai was very very happy. He was very very proud of himself. Because he learned a lot of Torah. Turn the page. He met this guy who was very, very ugly. He told him, Shalom Alecha Rabbi. He says, uh, Shalom Alecha my Rabbi. He didn't return his answer. 
He told him, Emtun, come and to Aish, how ugly you are. Shema kol b'nei irecha mechorim kamochta. Are all the people in your city as ugly as you are? Amalos, so he told him. Any of the, I don't know. Go tell the craftsman that made me how ugly the thing is that you made. Go tell Hashem how ugly the thing is. Now, the rabbi realized right away he did Avera. He went down from the donkey and he bowed down to him. And he said, I did. Uh, he said, I, 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 I hurt you. Maholi, forgive me. I will any He says, I will not forgive you. Until you tell Hashem how ugly is the vessel. He went behind him until he got to his town. The people of the city came out to greet him. Mori, they said, Shalom Alecha to your Rebbe. Amal Lehem, Lemiyatakun Rebbe Rebbe. Who are you calling Rebbe Rebbe? Amal Lehem, Lazishim Tayyachacha, this guy is walking behind you. Amal Lehem, Imzer Rebbe, Ali the Book of Ultimate Shalom, you shouldn't have so many people in Kaisel. Amal Lehem, Mepnema, they asked him why. Amal Lehem, this is what he did to me. Amal Lehem, they told him, Ava Piken, Mecholosh, Adam Gadol, Batolachil. Please forgive me, he's a great man in Torah. Amal Lehem, Bishrachim, Ani Mochelo. I'm going to forgive him because of you. As long as he doesn't do this anymore. Should be hard like a rock, like a cedar, like he was. And that's why when we write it Sefer Torah, we always write it with a kane. Why? Because we want to write it with something that's soft. This way the Tamdiya Khamim should understand that they always have to be soft. Now the the Benish Chai says that he really meant to criticize the guy's actions. But the guy took it the wrong way, and you have to be very, very careful that you don't insult somebody. Right? He didn't mean when he said are all the people like you, he meant the guy's action. Right? Because if a guy acts like that, he not, everyone in the city doesn't look the same. So he asked him of all the people acting like you, but the guy misunderstood, and therefore he was able to have a claim on him. Says the Gemara, we quoted the Mishnah, if you have a city that has a plague, a, 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 a plague of animals, or a collapse of buildings, then you make a fest. Tanur Banan. Mapol Amru, this city of a collapse of buildings, Biryot Vlo Ruot, these are only for good buildings. Shainu Ryot Lepol, Vlo Haryot Lepol. They're not feeling to fall, and they're not supposed to fall. Sigma, Hand and Nu Biryot Vlo Haryot Lepol. When you tell me that they're strong and not ready to fall, it's the same thing. <coughs> right? That's they focused very, very tall. Inami, If by the river, and therefore the water could have got ruined from under the river. 
It's amazing that both these things might be relevant to the Florida yes, building is. collapse. Right? They're both it's by the water and it's pretty tall. Okay. Kiahi Ishtaru There was a wall that was dilapidated uh, wouldn't walk under it. Okay? Even though it was 13 years there, one day, let's go around it. I'm not nervous because if I have Rav Adabar Abbas, now we have a lot of Zuchuyot, you can walk right, right past the wall, I'm not worried about it. Okay? What does that mean? What? What is the story like? It means that sometimes you have a Zuchut of a certain person. You don't have to worry about it. No, but I'm saying, what's the, what's the point of the story? Well, you're going to see the point in a second. That, not, that you know, well, let's see. This is a new story. We're talking about Rabbi Adabar Abba. So we're telling you that Rabbi Adabar was such a big rabbi, that even Rav and Shmuel, who are avo- avoiding a certain place, when they're with Rabbi Adabar Abba, they're not worried about it. But let's see the second one of the story of Rabbi Adabar Abba. Rabbi Huna had his wine stored, in a house that was very, very dilapidated, might have, might fall. Well, why the panya? He wanted to get it out. Ali the Rabbi Abba the Hatam, so he brought Rabbi Adab Abba there, Mashche Bishmata Ad Panya, and he was talking him, learning till he got till he got out all the wine. Basically, he was scared to walk into the house. When he walked in with Rabbi Abba, similar story, the Rabbi Shmuel, and he stood there with him, talking to him and learning till he got all his wine out. By the time the fuck, after Rabada left, Nafal Beta, the house actually fell. Okay? In Gish of Adabab, Adabab realized what, what happened. Ikbid, he got upset. Why? Savad, la kihaidam riyane. The Olam al Yamor Adam becomes an Aviyamor Asilines. Person shouldn't go into a place of danger and say he'll have a miracle. Shema and Ozilon, maybe they won't give the miracle. Even if they do a miracle of him, they'll take away their Zichuyot. We see from Yaakov Avinu, when Yaakov Avinu was promised by Hashem that he's going to be, that he's going to be protected. And yet, he, because, he, he's scared that from all the chesed Hashem did to him, maybe he lost his Zichut. So therefore you see that a guy could lose his Zichut when you... You used too much, so therefore you, you, you tricked me into going into this house. And yeah, I didn't get killed, but maybe I lost the Chuyot. So he was upset at Rav Huna. So you see, Rav, now, it looks like Rav, Rav didn't, when, when he went by the wall and, and didn't fall, he didn't get upset. But here it fell right afterwards and he got upset. What was, what was so great about Rav Adarava that everyone knew that he was such a big Sadiq? Right? I thought Rav and Shmuel were the biggest rabbis. Seems like Rav Adar Rav is the biggest rabbi. Kihadi Itmar, we learned. Shalut of them to Zerah. They asked from Zerah. Rav Adar Rav. Some say they asked Rav Adar Rav. Why do you have such a long life? He says, I was never makbid in my house. Which means, whatever happened in my house, I was always, I always gave in. No matter what it was, I always gave in. Whatever argument came up in the house, I always gave in. 
was never makbid. And he said, I want it this way. Never makbid. I never walked in front of someone who's greater than me. Right? I also didn't walk for Amot without learning Torah and without wearing Tifilin. I also was careful two things. Number one is not to think about Torah in the alley with number two in it. And at the same time, whenever there's no number two, I didn't walk four and walk without Torah and Tefillin. So depending where I am, I'm always either learning or not learning. Sometimes the guy's learning, he's just in the space. No, he's not in space. He knows exactly where he is. So if he's in a, in a clean place, he's learning with Tefillin. And if he's in a dirty place, he's not learning. And I didn't sleep in the bed Not even a nap. I was never sasti. I was never happy when my friends made a mistake. I always felt bad if my friends made a mistake. As well, some people are very happy. I never called a nickname. Some say I never called him by, even by his regular name, if it was negative. So those are the, all the things that Adam Rabba did, which made him so special, according to at least one opinion. Again. We're explaining for Adabar Abba. Some say it was Rabzeira, but according to the opinion that was Adabar Abba, now we know why Rav and Shmuel was trusting him. It was Machloket who, who this story was about, that he was never Machbeen in his house. Either it was Rabzeira, and it wouldn't be proof to anything that was said. It was just Rabzeira. Or it's Rabzeira, and then we explain why he's, we explain why he's so great. Okay? Amalei Rav ala Rav from Papa. So Rav told Rav from Papa. So now, Rav Huna was the one who brought Rav into the house to get his wine out. So he said, tell us something great about Rav Huna. So he told him back, Amalei told him, I don't remember anything before when he was young. But when he was old, I remember. On the cloudy day, they bring him, they would carry him in a special chair, which was gold. Okay? He would look at the whole city. If he found a wall that was no good, he would destroy it. So it doesn't fall on somebody. If the guy was able to rebuild it, he would rebuild it. The guy couldn't afford it. He would build it from his own money. So whenever it was cloudy, he was afraid it was going to rain, and he was afraid it was going to fall, he would always take care of it. Okay. Now, the Benish Chai writes that the reason why he was able to do that is because the Goyim would listen to him. If you, have a go- if you see a very, very wealthy guy, you listen to the guy. That's a general rule. The guy comes up, the guy comes up driving a Bentley, you usually listen to what the guy says. So he used to go around in a golden chair. Bentley is a type of car. Yeah, it's a fancy car. So if a guy, so for some reason, a guy comes up in a Ford and tells you to knock down your wall, you're not listening to him. If he comes up in a Bentley, okay, maybe we'll listen to the guy. So he ran around a Bentley to know that people should listen to him. Okay? Every Friday afternoon, 
Now, it's interesting that he was go, taking care of all these wells. It could be the story was after the story with, with getting his wine out, and now he's careful to make sure not to leave the walls up. Every Friday afternoon, he would send someone to the shuk. Any leftover vegetables, they would throw them into the water. He would buy them and throw them into the water. Why? Because he's afraid that the vegetable growers might feel bad and not bring the vegetables next week. If no one's buying beets this week, next week the beet growers are not going to come. And then on Shabbat, you're not going to have beets. So you can buy all the extra ones and throw it into the river. Okay? More asked the question, which is the question that was bothered by bothering Chaim. Chaim was bothered by a question. How, why do you throw them into the river? Why doesn't he just give them to the poor people? Was that your question you were thinking? Mm-hmm. I noticed you were thinking that. So, says the Gemara, He's worried that if he gives those vegetables to the Anim, then they're going to rely on him. And then next week, they're not going to buy because they're going to wait for it. And they're not going to have because he's only buying when there's extra. If there's no extra, he's not buying. Mm-hmm. And therefore, he didn't want them to rely on him. And therefore, he just bought it, throw it out. That's you guys, what you have to do. That's what the government is doing. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Right. Says, well, look, look, he's talking about Biden? Yeah, okay, fine. Okay, so we've we got to teach it. So you want to teach this Gemara to Biden? Okay. Says the Gemara. So let him throw it to the animals. Why is he throwing it in the river? No one uses it. Give it to the animals at least. Animals don't know to rely on it. He holds that you can't give human human foods for animals. So let him not buy it all. We're worried that they won't bring it next week, like I said in the beginning. When he had a medicine that would help the health of the people, he would fill up a jug with it. He would hang it from the door of his house. He would buy it for people and say, whoever wants, you could buy it. Take some. Some would say, he knew the way of the Shindal called Shvita. Right? He would bring water. He would pay for water for everyone to... Everyone who wants to wash his hands would not put himself in danger because he knew about this shindal that hurts people who don't wash their hands. When he would eat bread, he would open his door. He would invite anyone who's hungry to come eat. I could do all these things. I can't, I can't open my door and invite everyone in. Why? There's a lot of people in Mechuzah who don't have money, and therefore I wouldn't be able to open my door like Rabuna about those two things. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the top of the page with the story about Ilfa. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.